I'm your number one fan. We all go a little mad sometimes. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. What an excellent day for an exorcism. My mom and dad are Hello. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Killer Cuties Podcast. That's us. It is us. <laughs> Should we start with some news? Do you have any? I have some. I have a lot. Oh my gosh, me too. You go first. So you much go first. Me first? Okay. <laughs> um, should I start with the one I'm most excited about? Absolutely. Okay, I will. So Bayview Entertainment, they're okay. the ones responsible for Skin and Marink. And honestly, like a lot of other movies, not good okay. ones, but a lot of them, is <gasps> releasing a documentary about the UFO sightings that happened in Phoenix in the 90s. The Phoenix Lights? Yes, the Phoenix Lights. Gosh. Um, I loved Phoenix Rising, and I live in Arizona, obviously, so I'm particularly excited about this one. It comes out tomorrow... Oh my gosh. The 27th, February yeah. 27th. Um, it's got interviews from two new folks who were working in law enforcement at the time, including a 911 operator. Ooh. And interviews from Sheriff Joe Arpaia, which he sucks, but oh. interesting to have him in the film. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that one. I loved Phoenix Rising. Yeah, that is interesting i love um aliens so <laughs> yeah i will watch that for sure good yeah tomorrow watch it tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> all right what's next um gary doberman he uh-huh. wrote films like the it remakes mm-hmm. uh the annabelle series and the upcoming until dawn adaptation mm-hmm uh, he's apparently going to be producing a film called Ushers, which is based on an unpublished short story by Joe Hill, which, if you don't know, is Stephen King's son. <laughs> oh, what, is Stephen King now yeah. alive? Can't he write his own stories? No. Nope. They're just both, they're just both well, writing Stephen stories. Stephen King can write what he would like to write, and Joe Hill is also a writer. Got, okay. Who got writes it. separate stories. Okay, yeah, sorry, that... Okay. Yeah, he changed it. I think he uses the pen name Joe Hill because he doesn't want people to be like, oh, it's Stephen King's son, like, Nepo oh. baby. But well, then I think it's him. funny because everybody who talks about him is like, Joe Hill, he's Stephen King's son. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, oops. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Last week we talked about Bill Skarsgård. We did. You know, he's probably home recovering from his arrest. Just kidding. Smoking that weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he is going to be starring in a re- reboot of The Crow, which I think we talked about in one yeah. of our first horror news. Uh, but that has a release date now. <gasps> hey! Mm-hmm. Just in time June. for our birthdays. Yeah. I was going to say, some people will say June is the best month. but <laughs> Yeah. That's and exciting, though. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Ooh, um, oh, my gosh, Katie. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, short news, but okay. Julia Fox has been cast as the female lead in Goat, which is the fourth film from Jordan Peele. So just a little casting news. <laughs> I didn't know it was called Goat. I didn't either until I saw that she was casted in Goat. <laughs> well, that's news too. Yeah, that is news. I didn't know when that was released, so I didn't want to be like, oh, breaking. <laughs> <It's coming." sighs> but yeah, and we know like a little bit about the plot now too, which apparently it's going to be like a sports horror movie. So oh. Goat is like greatest oh. of all time. Yeah. Goat. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. Like Michael Jordan Goat. Not like Ba Goat. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Ba Goat, like witchy occult. Yeah. I, do, I will say, like, I'm not, like, thrilled about it being about sports, but it's Jordan Peele, so I trust him completely and unequivocally, and I will be watching, so. Yeah. Um, and it can't possibly be as bad as the last sports horror movie that we watched, Night Swim. Oh, I was like, what sports? I blacked it out. <laughs> Don't blame you. Um, last one for me. Okay. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The video game. Also has release date now. It comes out on June 4th. Nice. June, Did you watch June. the trailer? No. They dropped a trailer. I should watch it. Yeah. It's, uh, we can link it, but yeah, it's like another asymmetrical. They never do well, but I always Ooh. hope they do. <laughs> I mean, Dead by Daylight had it pretty figured out. Yeah, I think that's, the, the problem is that it doesn't have to compete with anything. Yeah. And I would like to see there be some healthy competition for DVD. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I have one last piece. It's Wait, I wasn't of... done with the killer clowns. Oh, I'm so sorry. What? Tell me more. It's okay. Um, if you want to be one of the first people to play it, pre-orders, advanced access pre-orders end today, the 27th. Oh, my God. So make sure you pre-order it on Steam, PS5, or Xbox Series X. Do it right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Now you can go. Sorry. Thank you so much. Um, mm. <laughs> no, I just have another piece of kind of casting news, but for a different movie. Um, so Zach Kreger, he wrote and directed Barbarian. He's currently working on another horror film called Weapons. And Pedro Pascal was previously attached to star in it, but he had to drop out because he has conflicts with The Last of Us Season 2 and also the new Fantastic Four movie that he's doing. Um, so he's been replaced by Josh Brolin. So oh. there we go. Josh Brolin okay. is a horror. <laughs> Josh Brolin is in the Avengers. He's like the big bad in Avengers, right? The purple guy? Oh, with Th Thanos? Thanos? Yeah. Thanos. Yeah. Thanos? Thanos? I think so. You tell me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, yes, Thanos is his name. But I'm yeah, pretty sure yeah. Josh Brolin is Thanos. Okay. I think so. I think that's correct. Okay. I don't know a lot about it, but if someone's like, oh, they're in the Marvel universe, I'm probably like, yeah, probably. Everybody's. Most of them are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most of them are. Um, well, if he had to have a conflict, I'm glad that it's Last of Us. Yeah. It is what it is. He's just well, too cool. in demand. Yeah. For good reason. He's great. All right. Well, that's what you missed on Horror News. Horror News. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about Sinister. We are. 
Should I kick us off with a quick summary? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, okay. From Google. <clears throat> True crime writer Ellison Oswald, played by Ethan Hawke, is in a slump. He hasn't had a bestseller in more than 10 years and is becoming increasingly desperate for a hit. So when he discovers the existence of a snuff film showing the deaths of a family, he vows to solve the mystery. He moves his own family into the victim's home and gets to work. However, when old film footage and other clues hint at the presence of a supernatural force, Ellison learns that living in the house may be fatal. Damn. That's... That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... I personally wouldn't move into a house where someone died. Ever? No. Oh. That's a lot. That eliminates a lot of houses, I well, feel like. not like a snuff film. Not where someone's murdered. Well, he didn't so- know that someone made a snuff film about it. What did... When he moved in, he didn't know. He knew that they died there. Were murdered there. The film. Yeah, but he didn't find the film until he got there. Well, that's what I mean. Murder. If somebody, oh. if somebody is killed, not dies... If somebody okay. is killed in a house, I'm not moving there. I don't think that would bother me. Oh. It's bad juju. I don't believe it. <laughs> I think I probably wouldn't move in, like, right after it happened. Especially if it was unsolved. Because then I'm like, are they still out there, you know? Like, is it a thing with this house or something? But if it was, like, ten years ago, murder solved... Okay. It'd be sad, but like someone's gotta live there. I don't think Probably it's sad. cheaper. <laughs> True, cheaper. <laughs> I don't think it's sad, I just think it's creepy. Yeah, that's fair. It wouldn't make me feel great. No. But hey. But I just wouldn't think about it. Hundred thousand dollars off the list price? I'm not In this economy? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> With these mortgage rates? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm excited to talk about it. We've got a lot of fun facts. Or, I mean, I've got a lot of fun yeah. facts. I do, too. Um, I'll kick us off. Okay. C. Robert Cargill? Yes. Who is he? The writer? The director? Both? He... <laughs> no, Scott Derrickson wrote... Or directed and then co-wrote with... See Robert Cargill. So, see Robert Cargill is Cargill is the co-writer, not the director. No. Okay, got it. Uh, <laughs> well, he got the idea for the film after a nightmare that he had after watching The Ring, the 2002 version of all versions. Oh, the whatever. remake. Yeah. No, that's uh, valid. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say. Um, <laughs> as someone who watched that as a ten-year-old, that's valid. <laughs> I also had nightmares about it. He was an adult. Okay, well, but, you know, you watch the remake and then you let me know. Um, you're gonna be really annoyed by what I say next. Oh no! Which is funny because, um, early on when we were like starting the podcast, we were like, "Oh, we should do a segment for every time you have a nightmare when you watch a movie." Yes, I have not had. A single nightmare since we started podcasting from movies, from like the movies that we watch, until last night. This one did it, huh? This movie did it. <laughs> I finally had the nightmare. Well, 
I mean, it makes sense. They did, uh, so they did a study. It's called the Science of Scare Project, and they've been doing it every year since 2020. And the so basically, they do an analysis of heart rates while people watch horror movies, and then mm-hmm. they rank the movies based on how scary it is, right? Based mm-hmm. on that elevated heart rate. Um, the first year they did it in 2020, this movie was number one. It was deemed the scariest movie. Uh, it got dethroned for 2021 and 2022, but then it reclaimed its spot in 2023. So wow. currently it holds the title as the scariest movie. Okay. I I yeah. would not rank it as the scariest, but it definitely had, it definitely left an impression on me. Yeah. Yeah. And to be clear, I believe... Like, obviously, they don't make people watch every single movie out there. So it is based on, like, suggestions and, like, what people have said are really scary movies. That's kind of Mm -hmm. what they pull from. And I believe it's also English only. So that kind of excludes foreign films. Um, But, yeah. It was number one, number two, number two, and then number one again. (laughs) So (laughs) Crazy. What was number one the other two years? A host. Oh, yeah, the found footage that was filmed during the pandemic. When I think of host, I think of the Shorsha Ronan movie. Is it Shorsha Ronan that's in it? Sersha. Shersha Ronan. Sersha. Yeah. Is it by the lady that wrote Twilight? Yeah, that's called the host. Yeah, that's just what I. Anyway, uh, I do think hear... of the Bong Joon Ho movie called The Host. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> There's a lot of hosts out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to hear about the dream? I do. Yeah. Tell me. Okay. Um, in the dream, I'm sitting right here in this chair in my <laughs> office. I'm on a video call with uh, a friend of mine that lives in Mexico. And for whatever reason, my office is not in my house. It's in oh. my parents' house. Okay. Just a little background information. So we're on this video call and just out of absolutely nowhere, something like grabs the back of my chair and just like yanks me backwards. Like not, not like I don't like fall backwards, but it like yanks me backwards. Like, you know, like getting in a car accident or something just like pulls me backwards. Oh, everything goes black. And I do one of those like silent open mouth screams with my head tipped back. And like mm. the mouth is like abnormally wide open, you know, and I was just screaming and it was pitch black. And then a few seconds later, I like pop back up and I like put my chair back up and I'm like, oh my God, did you see what just happened to me? To my friend that was on the video call, I was like, did you see what just happened? And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's probably just like a weird scientific phenomenon, like no big deal. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh fuck, that was really fucking scary. And so I was freaked out about it. So I get up and I go stand over here and I move my chair and I just kind of like let this little aura right here settle a little bit. And we're still talking, and then I accidentally knock a piece of paper off of my desk, and it just goes flying across the room. And I'm like, oh my god, there's something happening in this spot. So I push my chair over here, and it does the same thing. Then I go wake up my mom and dad, who are inexplicably in the other room, and I'm like, uh, hey, something's happening, and you need to come and see it. <laughs> so they come in here. My dad is like the most friendly man, macho guy. Mm-hmm. And I show him what happens. And he's like, oh, no, we're leaving. We're moving you out of this house immediately. 
and then I woke up. Well, in this universe, moving out of the house would not do you very well. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, I'm anyway. sorry that happened to you. Thanks. And then I had a dream about Survivor. It was also a scary dream. Oh, great show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. They, so there isn't any, like, sex or nudity. There's not a lot of swearing. Uh, very little blood and gore. Because the filmmakers were trying to get a PG-13 rating. Um, they got an R anyway. <laughs> it was so fucking scary. They were, yeah, they were basically just like, nah, that shit's terrifying. <laughs> that's, that's a rated R. So it's literally just like content and the implication of what's happening. It's not. Yeah. I mean. Which I kind of get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's people hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's. There is some blood. It's like children killing people. Yeah. Which, the children in this movie were the least scary thing about the entire movie. Just them, like, running around, parkouring through the house and their weird makeup. Yeah. I I haven't rewatched this movie in quite some time. But I forgot how, like, che- <laughs> cheesy the montage is at the end where... It's like showing all the videos again, but that the kids were the ones that were doing it under the influence of this demon. And mm-hmm. they just every time just turn to the camera and do the little shh, like John Krasinski in a quiet place. And it's like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, one of the snuff films, well, first of all, they were all actually filmed on Super 8. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting and fun. Um, but the underwater snuff film, the one where they're like tied to the chairs or whatever, they actually tied people to chairs and threw them into the pool while yes, using yeah, while using cameras that are like known to act up, film that's known to not work appropriately. Like extremely dangerous circumstances. So I guess they were like super careful. I mean, as they should be. But I guess yeah. they were super careful when filming that so they could do it in as few takes as possible. But, oh my god, like, just pretend to tie them down. Like, don't actually tie people to a car and throw them into a pool. Or to a <laughs> chair. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they were very loosely tied in case something went wrong. But I don't, yeah, I don't think that would be the job for me if I was a stunt person. No. Um. Yeah, kind of in line with that when they were doing the hanging one Mm -hmm. um the stunt coordinator botched the preparation for it and the stunt people actually got hung oh my god (laughs) yeah so luckily i don't think anybody was seriously injured however they were the coordinator was fired immediately after that because you can't do that So yeah, you would think if anything's going to go wrong, it's the one where you're cementing people to the bottom of a pool, but nope. It's the hanging one that went wrong. Yikes. Um, You know, what? kind of timely, what started today is the trial for the stunt coordinator on Rust, that Alec Baldwin movie where the the director died. Um, 
Yeah, you got to put a lot of trust in your stunt coordinators and your weapon masters. And if you don't have these, I'm not to say that that I don't know whose fault it was, but there's just like that's one of the most important roles to fill on a movie. Yeah, it just that's it's so fucking tragic. Yeah, so much can go wrong. Yeah. Um, speaking more on the snuff films. Ethan Hawke didn't even see them before he started filming. Oh, okay. Genuine so, reaction? <laughs> yeah, they put a bunch of his like genuine reactions in the final cut. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the, the lawnmower one was his genuine reaction. Oh, yeah. Just he, was, the, he was shook. <laughs> he was. He was. I, I mean, I was. Not ideal. I mean, he knew it was coming, but... yeah. That was one of the few jump scares that really got me. Yeah, I remember the first time I watched it. The lawnmower one was like, man, I wouldn't like to be in there. (laughs) No, thank you. All of them are not great, but that one especially. Mm -mm. Yeah. There were quite a few jump scares in this, weren't there? Yeah, that was like one of the criticisms it got was that it kind of relied on that a little bit. But, like, what horror movie doesn't? Calm down. Yeah. Also, apparently the final jump scare of the movie wasn't originally, like, in the script. Like, when Bagul, like, pops up in a frame. But it was uh, mandated by the studio. Jason, Jason Bloom was like, I want that in there. So <laughs> that's why it ends on a jump scare. Which reminds me, like, every fucking movie we've ever watched is Bloomhouse. There's a lot of Bloomhouse movies. There are so... I mean, I've, I said it a couple a couple Bloomhouse movies ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. They do a lot of horror. They really do. I mean, that's what they're for, right? They do horror. That's all they do? For the most part, yeah. I no. can't think of a Bloomhouse movie that's not horror, but there probably is some. Um, you know who else is responsible for this movie, though? Who? Lionsgate and Momentum, the same people who did Twilight. <laughs> Great. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, speaking of kind of tying back into our, our horror news segment. Okay. So uh, James Ransone is in this. He plays the deputy. And also so a side so- note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... As a side note, in the credits, he's he's never named. He's just deputy in this movie. And then in the sequel, he's ex-deputy so-and-so. That's what he's credited as. <laughs> Love that. I think that's funny. Um, but he is in the It remake. Huh. He plays an older version of Eddie. Okay. And then he also plays Ethan Hawke's brother in The Black Phone. Which is also based on a Joe Hill story. <laughs> oh. Stephen King's son. Yeah, yeah if you didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so they kind of got reunited. Played brothers. Creepy little brothers. But <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Um, we can tie it back to another episode. I know how. <laughs> I know how. Um, Ellison. It. Ellison is wearing a sweatshirt for Bennington College. 
Um, Shirley Jackson hu- Jackson's husband works there at Bennington College. Worked. Worked. Sorry. Worked. He there. is not with us anymore. <laughs> oh, he died. Oh, I guess she's really old. They are both. She's dead deceased. too. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Um, well. Whoops. Sorry to anyone who didn't know, but yes, they <laughs> have both passed away. Um, but yeah, definitely ties back to like a few. I feel like we just mentioned Shirley Jackson in last episode, Lisa Frankenstein, and then just did Hill House too. And we mentioned her in another movie because they the movie won the Shirley Jackson Award or something. Yeah. The book that it was based on. I feel like it's so weird how that happens because I don't ever plan it, but then all of a sudden there's all these little tie-ins to things that I didn't even realize. Yeah. Fun. I think just, I think it just boils down to the horror community is a lot smaller than you think. It is, and I also think kind of paying homage to a lot of things that came before it is very big. There's a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of things like that where mm-hmm. it's yeah it's a very <laughs> i don't know it's 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 a community that likes to kind of recognize the people who came before it so yeah which is yeah. interesting i like that it. i do mm-hmm. i do too um see robert cargill the mm-hmm. co-writer the co-writer thank you <laughs> <laughs> um he said that bagul was originally meant to look more like Willy Wonka. <laughs> the 2005 version. Yeah, 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 yeah. The worst one. And he's a personal opinion. And <laughs> Have you seen the Timothy Chalamet version? <laughs> I haven't, but I get the noodle, noodle, <laughs> stuck in my head constantly. Thank you, TikTok. Um, I heard good things about it, though. Um, I'm sorry. I did not like the 2005 one. At all. It's, yeah, it is what it is. It's not, it's not Sorry. great. The first one's the best one. Oh, yeah, Gene Wilder. Birthday buddy. He's my birthday buddy. University of Iowa buddy. <laughs> he went to the University of Iowa? <laughs> he sure did. There's a signed photograph of him in the theater department, which I was in. <laughs> and it was the most stolen item on campus oh, until... I they did a print of it and stopped putting the actual one in there. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, he, he went to the University of Iowa for a little bit, I think. Cute. Yeah. Um, anyways, they decided to not go in that direction, which was probably a smart idea because that seems like it would be really, really stupid. <laughs> yeah. I do not think it would have been the top scary movie if Willy Wonka was running around hiding in pools. Agreed. (laughs) Also, the fact that that movie came out 20 years ago is absolutely fucking bonkers. Willy Wonka? The 2005 version? Yeah. Yes. It feels like a long time ago, though. Oh, not for me. Oh, okay. Seems like just yesterday. Yeah. You know Did what, you... though? I do actually quote a line from that one a lot. All the time. It's just Which one the do part... you do? I just do the one where they're, like, walking in and Augustus group is like, do you want some chocolate? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, then you should have bought some. <laughs> <laughs> I always...
always do then you should have bought some. <laughs> I always do. Good morning, Starshine. The mm, earth no. says hello. <laughs> I I I don't know why. Like I just hated that portrayal so much. Yeah, it's not it it's very Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp can do some things yeah. well, but like not that. acting is not really one of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, what, he just... What does he do well? <laughs> he does Jack Sparrow well. Yeah, that is good. That's all. Sorry. Well, he was okay in Sweeney Todd, but he can't sing. No. He can play the guitar really well. I've seen him live on the guitar. He he showed up at an Aerosmith concert I was at, and he played the guitar, and he's actually pretty good. I just don't like him. Um. <laughs> Fair. Um, anyway, did you, did you see how they ended up finding the monster? They were like searching Google images and just found one. And they were like, this looks cool. Paid the guy $500. And that's Bagul. They literally fucking Googled it. Can you imagine the person who created the art? And they were just like, yeah, sure. You can use it. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. And this movie makes what? How much did it make? 30 something? It was such a $87.7 million. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> like, as much as people bitch about royalties, that's the one thing that I will always ensure that I get is royalties off of anything I ever sell. Yeah. Not that I'm ever going to sell anything. I'm not talented <laughs> enough. But um, never do something for just a flat amount out the gate. Always include royalties. And a flat amount. Yeah. $500 and a dollar off each movie. Right. 1%. Half a percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that's a smart way to go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what else? Um, apparently, Bagul actually translates to Boogeyman, which is kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Mr. Boogie. Yeah. Mr. Boogie. Hmm. When you say it like that, it's like kind of cute. Yeah, he's just a little cute guy. Yeah, like Mr. Boogie and Mr. Babadook went to the store and got married. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're so similar. Aw, I bet they'd be friends. Maybe he's the, the gay. That's what I just said. They got married. Didn't you yeah. hear? Well, yeah, but like maybe that's what makes the Babadook gay. Because they're because he likes yeah. other people of the same gender. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Or entities. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't really like doing any of the like murdering or anything. Bagul. Yeah. No, he was kind of just like, oh hey, it'd be pretty cool if you killed your parents. Honestly, that's what all the tall, skinny men in black suits and hats do. Babadook? Kill your kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slender Man? Kill your friends. Oh, yeah. Mr. Boogie? Kill your parents. Kill your parents. There's one for everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. Jack Skellington? Kill Santa Claus. Oh, he didn't want to kill Santa. He specifically told them not to hurt him. 
don't slander my boy Jack. That's my dream, man. (laughs) (sighs) Any other fun facts? No. Oh. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Cut. (laughs) That's the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we can write. How scary did you think it was? Yeah. um, See, I don't know. Because it wasn't, like, that scary. I say this every episode. I don't fucking know. I should just think about it harder before we record. Maybe. But, uh, <laughs> um, but it, it, it wasn't that scary watching it. But the fact that it gave me a nightmare, like, a nightmare that very clearly tied back to the movie, like, when he's being pulled down yeah, from the attic or whatever. Like, I got to give it some credit. So I'm going to give it a three. Just a little more than half. I think that's fair. Because clearly, yeah. like, it impacted you in some way. Totally. Yeah. Which yeah. I think I, I I have a movie as well down the line that we'll get to one day. But, like, watching it, I was like, ooh, you know? But then days after, I was still, I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I was like, yeah, yeah that one bothered me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's... I think that's a fair rating. Thank you. What did you give it? I give it a two. Oh, okay. Because again, it's supernatural. It's not really like my, like if this one didn't stick with me, but I do remember the first time I watched it and I was like, why is the car chained? What's going to happen? You know? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. The snuff films I didn't, I didn't like. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not ideal. Yeah. They creeped me out a little bit. I've seen uh, a snuff film, so that's a... I know. I didn't mean to. I didn't know it was real until actually, like, years and years later. That's not ideal. Child of the internet. Sometimes you accidentally watch a snuff film. Oh, God. It's not funny. Like, <laughs> <sighs> I was convinced it was fake when I was a kid. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. And then it wasn't until years later when I went through my true crime era that I found out that that was actually real. I was, like, reading about the case, and I was like, I've seen that video. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah, so parents, put those parental locks on your computers. Seriously. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah, yeah. Um, You want to know something funny, though, is the snuff films is not what freaked me out. That doesn't surprise me even a little bit, because you don't think real-life scenarios are scary. If it could I'm, actually happen to you, somehow that's not terrifying. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because I've, I'm, like, used to the idea of, like, well, very possibly could just go to the store and get shot. I'm a product America. of America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're a product you of the internet, I'm that. a product of America. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it was, like, the... The only time I remember, like, audibly, like, making making one of my, like, I'm scared noises was um, when Ellison's, like, looking away from the computer, like, the computer's, like, right here, and he's looking, and then he looks away, and then Mr. Boogie, like, looks, oh, my God. No, thank you. And I think that's oh, what yeah. I said. Like, oh, God, no, thank you. <laughs> freaky, freaky, freak me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hands, like, like, the... The idea of, like, having recorded something that you couldn't see or, like, him not being able to see the kids. And, like, I mean, the kids weren't scary, but, like, the idea of, like, 
he's just walking around this house and all of these kids are running around killing their parents. Like, I do think the idea of like recording yourself doing something and then rewatching it later and noticing something in it that like you didn't know was happening is scary. Yeah. But the idea that that's like ghost children pulling you through the attic is not like, I don't think that that's good. <laughs> but if I was like recording myself and then like saw someone in my window or something, oh, I would lose my goddamn mind. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever sleep again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spooky. Uh, how sexy did you think it was? I gave it a 1.5. Oh, okay. Because, like, Ethan Hawke's that bad in his little soul wetter the whole time. Yeah. And then, like, I'd probably smash Google, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't surprise me, not even a little bit. You know, I wish it, it still surprised me when I had these feelings, but yeah. I'm used to it now. What about you? I gave it a two. Mm. Half for the mom, half for the dad. Oh. She did nice. Half for the dad and half for Bagul. <laughs> well, you only gave it a point five. One point five. That's true. Maybe it should be a two. One for each. What did I give it? You give two? it a two. Yeah, point five for yeah, okay. I'm just making sure I did my math right. Math right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not too late to change your answer. Okay, I'll give it a two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How fucked up did you think it was? I was kind of debating between like a 2 and a 2.5. Oh. Because like, I don't like the stuff films. Like, it's no. not ideal. That is pretty fucked up. I do not want to be locked in a car and have it set on fire. Nope. I do not want to be thrown into a pool tied to a fucking chair. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be run over by a lawnmower. Like, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, the implication of it. Like, we don't really see it happening, you know? Which is why I'm, like, struggling between the two. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, I did write down two. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I had the exact same pro- thought process that you had. <laughs> I was like, kids killing their parents. Yeah. Kids killing their parents in really fucked up ways. Filming killing their parents. But, like, that's all just implied. Yeah. So I gave it to you also. My God. Mm -hmm. Look at us go. I know. We are one single brain now. I know. We got to get a divisive film in here again. (laughs) Oof. Uh, Overall. I I liked this movie. I didn't love it. I'm not going to watch it again. I don't think. Okay. Um, because it was a little like cheap and it's jump scares. I don't think it needed those for it to be as scary as it was. Because like the, the parts that are sticking out to me were not the jump scares. Especially like the, the jump scare where he's like looking at the picture at the window and then he pulls down the picture and like there's Mr. Po- like, come on. <laughs> Saw that coming a yeah. mile away. Just turned the sound off and it didn't scare me at all. Katie, you have to stop doing that. <laughs> well, I knew it was coming. And that's their fault, not mine. Yeah, but you have to let... This is actually something that I've realized about myself is that after years and years of horror movies, 
I think the reason why I don't find a lot of them scary is because I don't allow myself to be scared. Mm-hmm. And I think both of us should work on that. I think we should allow ourselves to be scared. Okay. Well, I mean, I had a nightmare, so <laughs> what more do you want from me? More. More nightmares. <laughs> every night. Nightmares every single day. Um, anyway, all, all that, uh, the, the acting was very good. Mm-hmm. All of the acting was good. I mean, Ethan Hawke, I mean, he's I good. He's, yeah, he's Respectful. a great actor. Yeah. I had a little bit of problem with, like, the kids and, like, their makeup, and it was just a little cheesy. Um, so all of that to say, I gave it a three. Okay. I liked it more than I didn't like it, for sure. But there were some opportunities. Definitely. Nice. Yeah. Right. What about you? Well, you were convinced that I didn't like this movie because it's supernatural. Yes. <laughs> and I don't have a good track record with supernatural movies. Um, I like this movie. Okay. <laughs> I actually think this is like up there in my favorite supernatural movies. Which I don't like a lot of them. But I like this one a lot. I remember watching it for the first time and really loving it. I think I did like it a little bit less than the first time I liked it or watched it. Mm-hmm. Only because, like, again, some of the special effects didn't age as super well. And like you said, like, there are, it does rely on a lot of jump scares, which is fun. But I do prefer more, like, tension building moments, which I feel like are more so in the snuff films than they are in, like, the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gave it a 3.5. Okay. It's fun. Ethan Hawke's fantastic in it. I think it's a little underrated. Like, I feel like, I don't know why this got... It doesn't have bad reviews, but it doesn't have great reviews. And I feel like I never really understood why, because I feel like it's solid, but whatever. I mean, it was, it was a box <laughs> office success. It made a lot of money. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it did well. I mean, it has a sequel. It it did well financially, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't bomb with, like, the critics or anything like that. It, I think it has, like, in the 60s for both critics and audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely not terrible. But I feel yeah. like I don't know when this kind of was a thing, and Insidious was kind of a thing, and Insidious was getting so much praise, and this was kind of getting shit on. I didn't not understand that at all because this is <clears throat> to me a way better movie than Insidious. Yeah, but I'm an Insidious hater, so <laughs> the end of Insidious is just so, so bad. bad. Yeah, Ugh. it is. Sorry, James Wan. Yeah, this, the end of this movie? <laughs> a little unexpected. I mean, yeah. You would expect something to happen to where, like, they were able to get away from it. Yeah, I don't think you really expect it to be that bleak, especially when it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like they got out of the house. Like, they're smarter than most people. No. It's exactly what kills them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Um,. Yeah, no, I don't blame you for hating on Insidious at all. Mm. Yeah, sorry. It's just not for me. I know that movie is, like, so widely loved, but... But why? why? Not in this house. I don't know. Ugh. Um, would you survive? Uh... No, absolutely not. Because I hate staying in the same spot more than a couple years, so... Okay. Whether I feel like I have to move or not, like I'm going to move at some point. Yeah. So. And I've got a kid. So she's going to kill me. 
She is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yikes. What about you? Yeah, probably not. Huh? You don't even have a kid to kill you. That's true. If it's me right now, I think I'm good. Yeah. Oh my god, do I live? I think you live. Oh my god, I live. I was Why? fully prepared to take the L. Why were you <laughs> going to take the L? I don't understand. You don't even have a kid. I don't know. I didn't think about that aspect. I was just like, oh, I'm in this house, and as soon as I move, I die. But you're right. I don't really have... I live alone. So I'm not his type. Yeah, What's he going to exactly. do? Take me? Exactly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to predict next week's movie? Yes. Do you know what it is? No. I think you're going to be excited. It's VHS. <gasps> it's found footage. <laughs> we just did found footage. We just did wreck. We did wreck a month and a half ago. <laughs> That's only four episodes. Five episodes. No, yeah, okay. we okay, did okay. it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven episodes ago. You like found footage. I do. <laughs> um, I just got chapstick all over me. <laughs> I was fucking around with my chapstick. And now oh. I ate it. Oh, does it okay. at least taste good? No, it tastes like chapstick. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. VHS is a found footage horror movie. Okay. It's about, it's one of very few found footage movies that is not people making a documentary. Why are they filming? Um, because they're in a haunted house. Okay. And they're like, what is happening in this house? People are breaking into my house. People are throwing bricks through my windows. People are oh. scratching the walls. People are sneaking in at night. So they set up VHS recorders. Is that even the right expression? <laughs> camcorders, right? <laughs> yeah, camcorders that record okay. to VHS. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, to try to catch the people that are sneaking into their haunted house, but they don't know it's haunted okay. yet. Kind of more like paranormal activity. I guess so. That's fine. There can be more than two movies that do something. <laughs> I forgot that those are found footage, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are. Um, yeah. yeah. So they're... Well, yeah. I was just describing paranormal activity. That's okay. Sorry, um, should have been out of sudden. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, they find... Demons... Which is also what's in paranormal activity. But they find demons in the house. And the demons are pissed that they're recording. Of course. And that they've been like found out. Yeah. So they kill everybody. And Just you like see that? Yeah, you see all the deaths on camera. Wow. Is it like one by one or is it a big grand finale of death? No, one by one. Okay. How many people are in the house? Five. Oh, shit. And a a dog. Always. Mm Mm-hmm. Gotta be a pet. In a found footage film. Yeah. That's what people get mad about. You gotta fire them them up. (laughs) 
you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So it's literally this movie jogged. It's not great, but it's not the worst. So that paranormal activity could run the first time and then crawl the other six movies. Okay, great. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, this spawned five sequels, so like, didn't walk too slow. <laughs> no, it jogged. It jogged. It jogged. It jogged. It jogged okay. so that paranormal activity one could sprint and then the rest of the paranormal activities could crawl. Got it. Yeah. I liked the second paranormal activity. Which one is the one with like the cult burning at the end? I think the third that's one. Like the f- no, I think that's the fourth one. Oof. That one really. It went that real downhill good. real quick there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once they started introducing the Xbox tracking cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was rough. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's not really what it's about at all. At all? No. I thought it was a lot like Paranormal Activity. No. It's, no. It's actually like a anthology ish. In in one movie or each movie. No, in in the movie. In one movie? Yeah, there's like different segments. Is one of them the V, one of them the H, and one of them the S? No, it's like... It's like an overarching plot where they find the VHSs and then you see the VHSs. So it's like... There's the, there's the overview plot and then these kind of subplots. So what you're telling me is that it's sinister. Um, no. Because I don't think each snuff film has its own plot. It's just... Part of an overarching story. Here's how story. this family died. Here's how this family died. It's all one story. These are more like, this is one story, this is one story, and then one story to tie it all together. Okay, okay. Well, I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. I've been wanting to watch it forever, and I've been putting it off so that I could watch it and have genuine reactions. Genuine. Mm-hmm. Like the man. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just Great. like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I'm excited to watch it. It's been a while since I've actually seen it, so I'm nice. excited for a rewatch. Yeah, me too. Well, no, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're excited to watch. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm excited for you to rewatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Yep. Um, other than that, we joke about it every episode, but <laughs> if you are enjoying these episodes, please feel free to like, subscribe, follow us on socials, all that kind of jazz. It actually does really help us out. So please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> if you've watched it this long, I could imagine you probably already are like and subscribe. So thank you. Yeah, I would hope so. If not. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Just but yeah. kidding. I'm All right. See, See you next week. Next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>